Welcome to Dungeons and Gamers, the hot new podcast by hot new cool people hot on the scene and here to <laughs> entertain you. I'm Bryce, and I play the half-orc ranger, Fergus Bog. And I'm Erin, I play Cookie Kevlar, the wood elf bard. I'm Beckers, I play Bear, the human barbarian. I'm Matt, I play Morthos, the tiefling sorcerer. I'm Darian. I play Belladonna, the High Elf Rogue. I'm Katie Quixotic. I am your storyteller and or game master for this and all the other episodes of Dungeons & Gamers. And I want to know what makes me a new person. Just, (laughs) I'm curious. Hot new people. (laughs) What is that? Because you're not an old person. (laughs) You know what? I'll take that answer. I'm satisfied with that. I'm satisfied with that. Like a glass half full. Yeah. Uh, Last time on Dungeons and Gamers. (sighs) Chaotic. That's the only word I can think of to describe today. We started off encountering the sea creatures on the boat. Fergus and Bear managed to pull Bella out of the water with their neck contraption. And the creatures then just let us leave. Just like that. I mean, that's great. We have Bella back. And we had no other issues. But that's definitely not how I imagined it ending. We made our way here to White Rock, a little mining town. And right off the bat, my stomach sinks. Bella jumps back in the water. I guess she wanted to take another swim before we continued on with our task? But turns out she still turns into the mermaid while she's in the water. And then once she's dried off, she turns back into her elven form, which is pretty neat. Right after that, a little girl ran up to Bella and said she wanted to be a mermaid too. And we advised against it. But then Bella and Bear were trying to take a message she was trying to deliver. I had to intervene. Though she did end up showing them the message, which from what I understand wasn't anything too interesting. (laughs) Anyways, um, Fergus went off on his own during the time. He's been acting a bit strange since the sea creatures. Not sure what's going on there. Maybe being out on the ocean has affected his ranger senses? We ended up finding him talking to a gnome around a barrel fire. I tried getting Fergus's attention, but he was entrapped with his conversation. And he just went on and on. And on, and on, and on. So, you're all gathered around. Fergus have a, a very interesting conversation with the gnome. With a very long name. The name is probably not longer than the individual frankly. A few people have stopped at this point to sort of watch almost like a spectacle is unfolding and there just doesn't seem to be any sign of this conversation really coming to an end. And anyway, so halflings, uh, (laughs) see, they're very picky about food like that and that's why I don't support them or their beliefs or that little freaking I'm... I promised I wouldn't talk about this guy, but anyway, so, uh, you take the, you take the alligator 
Now we gotta pull off the tail first, and <laughs> someone's someone gotta stop interrupt? me, or do I, I, oh, I will. Do I have to interrupt? I will literally keep, just keep coming Cookie up with tried. like bog bog food <laughs> recipes for the rest of the session, unless someone's interrupts. Like Cookie will make eye contact with you, Bear, and be like, mm. <laughs> "You just gonna hey, hit him? <laughs> let's let's go." And I'm just gonna like grab Fergus's arm and just start walking somewhere. <laughs> uh. Fer- Fergus uh, like feels the pull and he's like, "Oh, okay, I guess we're going." Uh, remember Fergus Bog uh, for uh, King of Faraway. Tell your friends or don't. <laughs> I- I'd like. He's still holding the card in his hand, just kind of like there was a point where he was writing notes and he had long stopped writing notes. <laughs> just holding it. He was just absorbing it at that point. <laughs> Like yeah. a, like waves crashing against his psyche. Against <laughs> <laughs> his psyche, exactly. Where are you pulling him to, Bear? I don't know. To the left? Just away. <laughs> <laughs> Just away. Just away. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going. Just away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, the, to the left, probably. Uh, to the left? With, oh, I, 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 I envision... Which way is the left? <laughs> I assume left is is closer to the alley where the dude was. I figured. I figured that Bear is wanting to pull you away, so they would pull you like back away from the entrance of the alley. Yeah. And left would be continuing away from the ocean. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Left so towards good. towards the forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or town. Yeah. Oh. I right. Yeah. So. Yeah. You you are kind of so this is like. One of those small town, big villages. There's a there's like a couple of hundred people here. It is very clearly uh, built up around mining, like Bart mentioned. It's backed up against a mountain range, so you wouldn't. Would you see forest? No. Uh, you are there's you know the town sprawling in front of you, and you see a mountain range, kind of like following along the edge of the shoreline. And the forest is not for maybe like 20 miles. I'm not sure as a person if you can stand at the foot of mountains and see across like a plains area, a forest 20 miles away. It doesn't seem likely to me. 20 so miles you probably is really far to see. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that sometimes I have a hard time conceptualizing that. But yeah, you you wouldn't see anything that would look like a forest. You're at the base of a mountain range that butts up against an ocean. Uh, Fergus got a 17 on perception. Can he see a forest? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that you can't see, like, trees, but nothing that would look like a forest to you. Especially because isn't that your favorite train? Uh no, no. swamp is yeah. no it's swamps that's right yeah. it's swamps it's swamps it's swamps I was thinking water because island but no yeah so, yeah nothing looks like a forest uh Fergus uh starts I guess after being pulled away from the conversation and now being surrounded by the people he just like starts walking towards the forest that like he was told was outside the city village okay the way that elio had described it you might have already walked away at this point actually so i'm yeah i think you had already walked away so you didn't get elio's description for everyone else just as a refresher elio had explained that this was like the drop-off city 
and that, that you would be continuing on through the city and then for several miles before you would get to the forest. But it is beyond the city. So Fergus would be correct in generally just heading yeah, I, I, across the city. I believe Fergus knew that there was a forest outside the city before he took off. I don't know. Yeah, you might have still been there. I remember there was a moment where you were all together and Elio Mm -hmm. was explaining and you're waiting for Bella and at some point Fergus left. Yeah. I I think there was, I think (laughs) it was after that. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was the conversation of, oh, are we staying at the, are we staying at an inn or do we want to go into the forest or whatever? And gotcha, gotcha. And then I think Fergus was just like, we're just going to go. There's no point staying in this town. Okay, so as this event occurs, Elio sort of not like takes point, but definitely kind of like moves more towards the general front of the group and starts making their way through the town. I think if I remember correctly, the general consensus had been we'll just take off like there's no point in sitting around for tonight and staying at an inn. But then there had been talk about that. So, yeah, no, what was the final was like, thing? I want to go to the bronze brazier or whatever. So sure. But that's like the only thing that. Okay, yeah. so we'll 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 cross over a set, a couple of streets, you know, like just move through the city, the city town a bit, and they'll stop at some point and say, "So, do we continue on tonight, or are we staying here tonight?" I think talking to the gnome Fergus. Once he's like stopped focusing on the like food aspect, he kind of like has that that moment of like that guy did say something weird, and then he he just kind of goes like, "Did you guys want to stay in town or or what?" And he just kind of like eyes people uh, if they if they're uh, interested in saying it in the inn or not. Nope. Oh. Um, I'm fine with continuing on to where we need to go, but if people need to rest, I'm fine with waiting too. I don't have to sleep, so that I'm good. <laughs> we can rest when we're dead. <laughs> um, I'm I'm always down to take it slow. <laughs> so, I- meaning I'd stay in town if the option's given. So. Bella? I mean, I wouldn't mind just recollecting ourselves after the crazy adventure we had out on the sea. Oh. <laughs> Fergus goes up. Okay, I'm going to talk to some people when we're, we're at the inn, but uh, that works for me. And he gestures towards one of, one of the, like, gestures towards where the inns are. Like, take your pick. I beeline for the was it the brass brazier? I think it was the bold Hold on. The, the bold, bold brazier. Yep, the bold <laughs> that one. So the bold brazier for having such a name, it is remarkably like mundane or plain looking on the outside, but once you cross over the threshold, there is that sort of sense of not necessarily a brothel. But in that type of environment, there is usually a lot more finery and the presentation of wealth or finery, even if that's not 
like the full lifestyle that the people live. So once you cross over the threshold, you you are inside and there's a lot of really warm tones, reds and golds, beautiful fabrics. There's tapestries on the walls. There's just silk hanging from the ceiling to make it look like the ceiling has like silk clouds hovering at the top. Everything's very warm and comfy and soft looking. There are like lounging benches in this sort of like lobby-esque common area, as well as several tables with really comfy looking chairs where there are a few people having drinks. Uh, there's a there's a table of people playing cards, little things like that. And then there's the sort of like there's like almost like a reception area closer to the door and that's opposite at the end of the room from what looks to be like where drinks would be obtained from or served from who goes in first i'll go in first sounds like bella's <laughs> yeah okay did we all yeah. go that way or did you, like i i think morthos followed bella right like he, he saw her take off and he's like okay let's go and he went with her yeah okay yeah I think Elio at that point um, like kind of helped you along the way of getting to where it was, but then once there hesitated on the outside and let you all choose to go in first. So you're you're greeted with this vision, Bella, as the first one through the door. And after a few moments, uh, a very feminine looking, um, probably elven individual, maybe half elven, a little bit difficult to tell. Very fine features, but the, the ears aren't quite as long as you might expect for someone that's not a half elf. They um, have very immaculately fixed hair. They look like they have a bit of makeup on, like a fine robe almost that they're wearing. Not a robe like a mage's robe, but like a lounging robe kind of thing. That and robe. they... Yeah. Well, yes, but like one of those uh like a like a silk, silk one yeah. like mm. what is the word I'm thinking of? Like the 1950s like dressing gown. You have no robe. Except more of feminine where it's got like <laughs> it's not like a short jacket. It's like a long dressing mm-hmm. gown With, like, kind the of look to fuzzies. it edges and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) i have one but with frills instead of fuzzies Mm -hmm. i would go get it but that's a lot so um (laughs) they kind of make their way over to like a lectern that's on the side that seems to have a a thick like guest book or something to it just kind of like wait patiently to see what choices everyone makes as they come inside i will walk straight over to that person good evening hello do you have any rooms available? We do. We have several rooms available. Are you looking for weekly rates, daily rates, hourly rates? Just a single night. Single night? Okay. Hourly rates. <laughs> it, it's a brothel. That kind of place. It's a brothel, Bear. Spicy. Fancy. <laughs> Bear's like, why would you only stay for a couple hours? Like... <laughs> See, I feel like Bear would would understand Loudly. because it's a thing of like, oh, just long enough to sleep. <laughs> just take a, just take a little bear nap. Peace out. Oh my god, what I almost wish that there were places where I could just go for like, if I were traveling or something, she'd be like, I just need like a three hour nap that where I don't have to make the bed. Like, just let me go sleep somewhere. That'd be I so think funny. there's some airports with like resting pods or something like that. Oh yeah, sure, but then you have to be getting depends. on a plane. 
Right. I mean, you're in an airport. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So you said just tonight, and uh, they asked how many rooms. Uh, I'll look to see if any of the people in my group came in, and I'll say, uh, that's up to them. I just need one room, and uh, I would like the room with the best atmosphere, please. Mm. The best vibe, if you will. Up. I, I'd the like one of those vibe. too. I would like one of those as well. The best vibe. We have many different vibes available. Oh. It depends on what suits <laughs> you. There are more botanical settings. There are ocean themed rooms. Um, we do have, and uh, they pull from like below the lectern somewhere. They produce these like small intricately carved like stone figurines it looks like and by almost it seems like they just kind of like touch the top of it like ambient sounds start playing and one of them plays like ocean waves and one of them plays like nighttime summery leaves in the trees and cricket sounds and things like that and um they go through a couple of different ones with kind of like different different aesthetics i guess what do you think would be something that would appeal to Bella? The, they have like those sort of like nature settings. The summery nighttime sound in one, probably. Okay. I think we have. And they flip through the book. Yes. Should be easy enough. Would you like a similar atmosphere? She turns to Morthos. Uh, anything but the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> anything but the ocean. Did you just arrive on the ship? Uh, yeah, yeah. We just took a long ride. A very long ride. Ooh. That is common amongst people who have just arrived by boat. Um, they, you know, again, have kind of... It's almost like one of those, like, sound machines that people can get at night, just, like, general settings. There's, like, a thunderstorm one. Just, like, a TV static? Do you have that? No. <laughs> TV static. They don't have anything like that. White noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So they'll they'll produce two keys that look very similarly. The building itself looked like it was probably several floors, maybe three, and um, it looked of fairly decent size from the outside. You, it's hard to say how many rooms there might be specifically. Um. Very well. There's. Two of similar origin, is it um, necessary that they be adjacent or joining? Uh, (laughs) They don't need to be joining. No, that's fine. Okay. I think Morthos at the same exact time says, oh, yeah, they can be adjoining. (laughs) (laughs) They'll like glance from one to the other and just... um, continue holding the keys that they already had present that will be uh, a single gold piece for an evening unless you would like any of the specials or full service options that are available what are those options bear has come in behind (laughs) (laughs) and then bear appears next to belladonna (laughs) Uh, she produces a leather and cloth bound book it has that sort of texture of like quilted fabric almost so it's like a little bit puffy but not overly so 
and it's got some fine like illuminated manuscript style like imagery and stuff on the front and when you open it up it's almost like a menu like a catalog and there are like bath options there are companion options there are like the different like room styles and there are options for included meals and drinks and and things like that i'm i'm not sure which one you're smiling more for the food or drinks <laughs> or the companionship and there's varying levels of companionship <laughs> like um like somebody to sit and have a meal with and chat with. Um, there's like massage options, further fade to black style options. <laughs> I will leaf through this book and I will find um, like uh, an essential oils uh, like scent thing. I'll pick yeah. out a, a specific scent that I want in the room and also a meal and a really fancy wine uh, to be served to the room after I've had an hour to settle and and meditate and stuff. Hey, hey, um, hey, Belladonna, are you are you uh, babysitting? N- oh, uh, no! I need some me time. <laughs> <laughs> I need some time to decompress, and I have a good amount of money, and I almost died today, yesterday. Not sure. I need to relax. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like who who's who's taking the kid if everyone's getting their own rooms. <laughs> I'm sure the kid can take care of themselves. They're well, not I'll, just a kid; they're fine. just a young person. Don't be disrespectful. How old is uh, Fergus? Uh, I, Fergus is I would say 25 ish. But Fergus- you're like a few years older than Elio. Okay, like a few years. They're like a they're like a late like they're super young for an elf yeah because elves can live for like 800 years right but they're literally only f- like five five or so sure years but like a 19 like... or 20 year old yeah exactly there's there's maturity Fergus levels is a tough guy right he's like a kid you know yeah for 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 i guess that hadn't actually entered the room yet so this that conversation oh, see, was, see. oh, oh, see. oh. Okay. is still outside okay okay so um they, you finish your selections, and she says, of course, we can have them sent up in about an hour if you desire them. Earlier, you will see the method with, with which you can request them in the room. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Takes your gold, <laughs> hands you a key. How much gold? One, one gold piece for the evening. That was oh. it? For, for Even for the extras? A gold is a lot. A gold it's is a lot, lot of money. Yeah, it's like this is like a like a midline. It's hard to relate to modern day stuff. They have invested in finery, but they don't make their money off the rooms. So just getting a room itself when they have some is a room could only be a couple of copper or a silver piece. So this is still like 10 times more expensive than even like a typical in room. And the add ons, like something like the essential oils and the food and the, the bottle of wine comes to like a silver piece, you know, because if you want really super fancy wine, you could get wine that is like a couple more gold piece, like a gold piece or so. But, um, you know, things are pretty reasonably priced and you'll, you, when you, when you flip through the menu, you see that the, the more expensive additions tend to come with the companionship. Yeah, pass on that part. No thanks. 
That's fair. <laughs> Introvert. <laughs> <laughs> Morthos is like, um, taking one of everything. <laughs> he's just, okay. he's, he's looking to, yeah, he's looking to treat himself. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I have some company tonight. <laughs> Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, everything. everything. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, that's how I interpreted that anyway. Yeah, yeah. everything on the menu. Full. Yeah. <laughs> there are rosters available now or in your room, should you so desire, if you're ready to decide at the moment. You can also have a brief interview process, depending upon mm-hmm. your particular <laughs> desire. <laughs> Sorry, Beck. It's just the look on your face. I think Morthos is gonna like look at the list real quick, and he's just gonna pick a name. He's just gonna pick, you know, okay. at random. Are kinda. we rolling a D D whatever for list of people? Oh my god! Yes, actually. Oh god! Um, yes, and I'll just please. I'll theme it. I'll theme it appropriately. I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> So there are different levels of companionship and there are different rosters available for each level of companionship. Would you want a different person for each one or the same person for each one? Uh, and it's clear by person. the menu. It's, it's clear person? that it's okay. Okay. So Morthos knows that he's getting like a friend to talk to and then like a masseuse and then like mm-hmm. a fade to black. <laughs> And it's clear because, yes, it's clear because some names are similar and there are like pictures and like little notes about the person. Oh, um, man, there had to be pictures. I was hoping he would pick somebody who was like one of those rabbit people or something. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's just poking at the the menu. So it seems like he's not looking. He's just like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. So, so you could feasibly do like a, Pick a name, see if it's available for the other ones, and choose to pick another one or, or not. Like it would be up to you. There are several names that are on all three rosters. So if you wanted to do that that way, you could, and it would be very easy at a glance for him to tell that. Or if he literally wanted to, like boop boop boop, he could totally do that too. I think uh, he'll. Mm. So I-, I was thinking like he points at one, and whether or not like like it's a like that person's available. Then he'd have to pick okay. somebody else, right? Okay. Whatever they offer. Way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll that 1d100. Uh, 34. Okay. 34. Who's number 34? Okay, this is so perfect. I'm so Okay, excited. so this person, let me roll something really quick. The gang goes to a brothel. <laughs> That's what this episode's going to be. <laughs> This person is available for dinner and conversation and for fade to black. They are referred to as Dr. Verm. <laughs> they call me Dr. Verm. <laughs> Good morning. They are um, described as a doctor and aspiring musician. They're a human of average size, um, like classically attractive. What do you mean by average size? Like... <laughs> Like height and build. Okay. Oh, um, because there are there are cosmetic uh, sorcerers in this world. So does it say how big their dick is? That is something that would be part of the interview process. Really, I would. I would honestly expect that to be on the piece of paper of like this is what this is what they're working with. This is what they're twerking with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I think that's the sort of thing that like would be on maybe not like the interview process, but I would the way I would see like the interview process would be like I want more information about each of these if that was the, the sort of thing that a person wanted to know cuz some people don't care. They would just pick my picture or they would you know, close their eyes and put their point point out with a finger. Something like that. Um but then there would be like detailed more detailed biographies and then if you wanted to get like a feel for the person then you could have like a brief chat with them um so uh i forget why i even started saying that what was it oh dick size right um it does not include that <laughs> but uh what did i say uh in, in the in the brief little like background blurb it mentions that their love of music came from meeting like a traveling group of uh bards and and it inspired them to pursue that as well as um wait medicine is <laughs> i know you're like you're pulling from an npc list here but like mm-hmm. is the inspiration for this though they might be giant song because dr worm played the drums he liked to play the drums and he thought he was getting pretty good at it <laughs> it's verm with a v well, yeah, but I don't it's know. Like I don't Dr. know what Worm. you're talking about. Oh, oh. you should listen Mike, to the song. Mike, Mike Wazowski is apparently on this list, so I have a feeling there could be references on the list. Yeah, very well. This is definitely be. the "They Might Be Giants" song, Doctor Worm, and I love it. Like this is this is such a cool little list. Like it's got the description, appearance, a little bit of background. It's got like possible side quests or plot hooks, items that they carried. For instance, since this person um, won't be applicable to that, one of the things it mentions side quest or plot hook. Verm only ever does a few things: heal people, tries to plays music, eats, and sleeps. They they hardly do the last one. So he's likely helping someone. Helping someone up is what it says. Lol. If the party is injured and he's around, he's going to be the first to run over and try to help. He, or he might take interest in one of the party members if they're a bard. So it, it gives like fun little oh, stuff yeah. like that. So if it ever sounds like it's inspired by something, they probably, because some of them don't have, there's like blank spots for that type of stuff. So I feel like if it's very like referency, it probably is exactly a character. If Morthos had a preference for like gender expression, then there would be an option to pick from specific lists too. So that's something that you can tell me and then I can either flavor the NPC he's, appropriately or whatever. He's not concerned because okay. he, he's not planning on having any like sexy time. Gotcha. Okay. He, okay. He's just going to be like completely platonic. But I love it. Wants them to hang out all night. Wants to, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then so if you wanted to, um, they're not available for the massage services. Oh. <gasps> So I have to so pick have somebody to pick else. A person. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, be like, about... be like, okay, I'm gonna have dinner with you, but then you gotta leave because my masseuse is gonna coming in. Number twenty one on the list. Are they a masseuse? Ooh, lucky number twenty one. Let's see how lucky. Well, blackjack. Uh, Berwin, also human. He looks uh to be in his early twenties. He's a little taller, based on he's about five eleven. Um. Also classically attractive, brown hair, blue eyes. Um, he's handsome until he talks when he sounds like a country bumpkin. That's one of the notes. So that will come up at some point during your massage. He'll have Adorable. a real thick southern accent. So precious. But he's got real nice soft skin, and he's oh. got real strong hands. Is he single? 
Wow. Oh, Bear found hers. <laughs> uh, let me look. <laughs> let me look at his dating profile. Doesn't mention anything about having any attachments in the NBC. I'll actually take that one. Oh, no. Bear sword. I'll just take uh, any available masseuse. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to roll then. <laughs> I love that, like, Morthos is standing there with the book and Bear's, like, looking, like, I would say over his shoulder, but more, like, oh, yeah. around his shoulder. And Morthos, mm-hmm. like, points and Bear's, like, yeah, that one, I'm taking that one. Uh, Berwin Bear is available for the page all out three and like mine. levels. <laughs> yeah. Our couple name would be so good. Berwin! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Berwin is available for all three levels, so Bear can choose Bear's <laughs> particular flavor. Oh Are you blinded, Beckers? No. <laughs> this is actually really great. No. Um, so when that happens, Morthos, you go to pick the next one, and your finger lands on Liliana Moonweaver, a tiefling. Oh, hey. Uh, her her little picture shows her to have really dark red-toned skin. Uh, she has large kind of sweeping horns. It looks like she's got a forked tail you can kind of see in the back of the like profile poking up. Um, she looks like she's lived a life of finery. Has that kind of like air about her that is, um, yeah, like noble-born or high-born or at least moneyed, something like that. Mentions that. Um, okay, well, I'm not going to put that in the thing. Oh. oh uh, one of her interests <laughs> is it was like turns into a swan at midnight if she doesn't do a ritual. That's not going to be in the blurb. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> uh, in in her background information, it includes that, would be that she good. like mid mid be like, hold on, you got to help me with this ritual real quick before we got to. <laughs> or. What is the ritual? Yeah. Ooh, you gotta fuck every night or else you turn into a swan. <laughs> That's not really much of a curse, is it? Um, okay. <laughs> oh. I guess it depends on the person. Not if you're a brothel worker. Well, nope. if people don't pick you, then you're like, play, like a heavy discount tonight. Come on, I need this. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> um, in her biography, it mentions that she, uh, her animal, she has an animal companion who's a giant owl who's named Frederick the Winged. And there's like a small sub side picture of Frederick with a little like bow tie who looks very distinguished. Not to be <laughs> confused with Frederick the Wonged, who is number 77. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So those are your selections. Room keys are handed out. Single gold is all that's taken at the moment. Anything else will be collected upon services rendered. You three can choose to go to the bar to get some food, to go up to your rooms, whatever. I got more I want to buy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. <clears throat> so I've been reading this book. I want like one of all the food things. And then I want like a mud mask. I'm just, this is just me living vicariously right now. And then we'll have. I don't think it's vicariously if it's you. Oh, is you're living through Bear? Becker's is, Becker's is vicariously living okay. through Bear right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is what D&D is about. Living out your fantasy. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly. Truthfully. Yeah. One mask. I'm going to have a bath. Full body massage from Berwyn. 
right? Mm-hmm. Berwin. Yep. Berwin. I keep, I keep, I remembered him as Berwin and I knew it wasn't right. Honestly, <laughs> Colin Berwin, I'll know who you're talking about. As soon as you said our couple name would be great, my brain went, Berwin, it's, it's in there now. Is it, is it possible to upgrade after? After you started? After the initial purchase, because we might start at level one and just like see how we get along. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That's that's <laughs> built in, and you can have those conversations as they arise. Well, we'll see. And you know what? He might not even charge me because, like, <laughs> I I really feel a connection to this person I haven't met. <laughs> <laughs> what what themed room did you pick? Oh, what are the like? I remember ocean and what else was there? So there were as you're flipping through the book, there were the the things that you overheard um, this person mentioning to Bella and Morthos. Bella had inquired about relaxation room themes, things like that. Had not inquired about other specific services. So in addition to like relaxing vibes rooms, there are also like romantic themed rooms or. Um, <laughs> You know, specific interest themes, rooms, and things like that. <laughs> Romance or <laughs> spaceships. <laughs> I'm so glad that spaceship. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, medieval. I was like, wait, we're in D and D. Y'all are very precious to think that normal. what I meant was spaceship or medieval themed when I said romantic or specific interest. That's very a, cute. That's very specific cute. interest is spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Some rooms come with costumes available. Oh. <laughs> um, I want one of the botanical themed rooms. Okay. And do, do you have any people who do stand up comedy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really would like that. I think, I think that would be good. <laughs> Beck Bear wants to be chilling in a very gardeny room while getting a massage, possibly more, while a stand-up comedian performs. I mean, the comedian can leave. I just want to. We'll, me and Berwin, we will enjoy his set, and then the, the massage, and like we'll be eating lobster and other stuff. And then is Bear we'll looking for like a have a nice evening for like a full hour set. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, he does. See what doesn't really care about money. <laughs> she, so the like hostess, she leans over and she flips some pages of the book over, and there are additional services. Um, like they have a few like on call bards, and there are some that are more music inclined, some that are like storytellers, and some that are more more prone to like funny i wouldn't call them like comedians because i'm not sure i mean i guess that probably does exist in this world what would it what would be i mean to be fair like a street performer a jester. <laughs> yeah yeah becker's yeah. character in Baldur's gate baddies is a comedian is a stand-up okay. comedian there we go <laughs> yeah absolutely mm-hmm. it's it they're bards so you know it's like yeah. can do music can do stand-up comedy can do both at the same time oh my god it's like bo burnham is on call basically <laughs> but like you know Bar- <laughs> bards literally have a spell that involves insulting someone to damage them mm-hmm. yeah that's vi- vicious mockery yeah i wouldn't yeah. advise using that during your set you yeah. probably kill somebody because a commoner has like one HP. <laughs> but you know, um, dude, yeah. um, imagine an ass- assassin who like uses vicious mockery to like kill people as part of a you know performance. 
That's cool. I've played a bard before who accidentally got the killing blow on like a high level big bad, not Veilic campaigns big bad, but a high one when they were just like out of everything and they just like mocked them to try to give them disadvantage and they died. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. So yeah, comedians are available, Beckers. (laughs) We will take... Bear, Mm-hmm. We will take oh, oh you know, he's like oh, no. confused. I, I wanted this too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Becker's ever went to a place like this, this is what she would get. Yeah. Oh, and there you can pick like themes for like what the comedy or the music would entail or the stories would entail. So you I can want his pick... best material. <laughs> Whatever you he feels also not strongest limited. about. All right. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Okay, I think really? I think we're good. How much do I owe you? I'm just Bear's is gonna dig her, her purse and just pull out like a handful of gold and be like, "Is this enough?" <laughs> <laughs> how much gold does Bear have? Forty gold. <laughs> how much? How big would you say Bear's hands are? Bear sized. <laughs> I let's say she. <laughs> Like 20 gold. <laughs> Try that. Okay. Well, I was going to roll. I was just going to roll for you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You you grab a fistful. It's it's about 20 gold probably. And she says, we'll, we'll take this and consider anything above the single room charge as a deposit for now. And then I'm sure that this should cover anything that you desire. And you can receive whatever is remaining when you leave. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hands your key. <laughs> and when you get to your rooms, there's like, like, it looks like a little bell. And when you ring it, you don't hear anything. Um, but it it has like, they're like expla- explanations. It's a little bell. If you need anything, ring it. You won't hear anything, but somebody will come and ask you what you need. There are like checkoff forms that you can fill out for if you've ordered a meal, what you want, what time you would like for it to arrive. There's like thresholds of time, right? And things like that for, you know, companionship. What time would you like for them to arrive? Things like that. Do you want them to be wearing any specific like perfumes, colognes, things like that? So you can you can make all those selections just like as you go, you don't have to like come down and talk to them every time you need something. It's very like self self serve, easy. It's delivery based. I I love how like we were like oh we'll probably leave and then they're like ah eh, do you guys want to stay and now it's the most elaborate fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know they've had a really stressful couple of days. Yep. This is exactly what you would do. Had in no this idea that this would be the way it is, and she's just thrilled. <laughs> what a happy surprise. <laughs> um, can, I love it. Can you remind Bryce the player what the gnome was saying about the nefariousness of the city? There was like the there was a new dude who was bad. Like <laughs> a new dude who was bad. <laughs> so they uh during the conversation when you were talking about different foods and things, they mentioned that they were in the area uh, for like research purposes as they were taking notes, I believe, yeah. of your various like meals. It, it was very much the scene reminded me of like the the um, Forrest Gump, like boiled shrimp, fried shrimp, 
shrimp stew, shrimp salad. But instead mm-hmm. of like cleaning latrines with toothbrushes, he's back there like making notes. He mentioned that he was here researching some changes in the city. There had been a lot of expansion, a big boom. It didn't really seem very clear exactly why things had changed, but there had been some new arrivals like business people, like some merchants that like came and settled in and took interest in the mining operations. And um, I think that that was as far as they got before you changed or you just like, we're talking about food stuff again. I'm pretty sure that was as far as they, they, they hadn't mentioned any specifics and it didn't seem inherently nefarious, but it was notable to them that operations in this town had been kind of even keel expectations uh, until like a certain point, and then there was like a big expansion and a big like output of goods, and it just didn't follow typical trends. The other inn was called like the some something's daughter, the miner's daughter, coal miner's daughter. Coal miner's yeah, the coal miner's coal daughter. Yeah, coal miner's daughter. Yeah, and and like Fergus takes a look over does at that one. Does it feel more like? a place where like the miners might hang out i guess it's, it's-, it's definitely more like your typical adventure tavern that's like in a town it's got its own little like um like food options and it's mostly about people coming there after work at the end of the day getting a meal having some drinks but it has rooms for travelers and adventurers to stay in very much more straightforward like that absolutely over the door uh, under the sign there's a sign that says a coal miner's daughter and over it is two crossed pickaxes all right then yeah Fergus is gonna go in there and he's gonna like find where wherever like it looks like you would ask for food okay there's a person tending bar in a bar area there but you can see the like the door that swings behind it as people like the the serving staff comes out with meals and drinks for people and it's pretty clear that you could either sit down at a table and they would come over and ask you you know what what you're looking for or that you could just go up and get it yourself i think he's gonna go up to the the bar and and i guess see if there's a menu or like a sign or something saying what food's available sure oh yeah there's like a would they have chalkboards when was a chalkboard invented? I feel like I, I feel like I feel like there has to be like you you can write with rocks and they'll make a chalk. Yeah. yeah, that like that yeah. has to be a thing from back. Someone has yeah. to have to figure out a chalkboard pretty early. I figure that there's like like a big wooden panel that's very rustic looking, and there's like a rag tucked at the bottom, and there's like big chunks of like chalk rock looking stuff, and they've marked out like the daily special is a very much like a meat and potatoes kind of meal there's a stew hearty stew that's got venison in it and there's um like a couple of baked goods like little hand pies of different berry flavors Regus order like the beef stew okay and and uh he will go sit down at a table where there is already people yeah, there's a so there are a couple of like round tables where there's chairs around it, and then there's a couple of more like picnic style like bench tables. Would you like sidle up on a bench next to people who are chatting, or like take one of the seats available at a table full of people where it looks like there's obviously an empty space? He's looking for people that like look like they live there. So wherever like 
you know, he'd see like miners or whatever, wherever okay. they're sitting. And if they're sitting at the benches or the tables, it doesn't really. The benches. Um, it's it's very much like there's a there's like these lines of people, all sorts, various races, very like various ginger expressions, but they all have in common a little bit of like daily like dirt like you know like the black kind of smear on the face sort of thing um that they're wearing like similar like spun shirts like trousery pants and they're all sitting down and they've got the like suspenders off and are sitting there eating and laughing having drinks and having a good time so Fergus got the beef stew he also uh ordered like the the venisony stuff and he, okay. he got a second bowl of that that he, like, sets next to him on the floor for Rascal to eat from. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mm. And no one bats an eyelash at Rascal coming in getting a bowl of stew, too. Like, obviously. Very straightforward. I, th- I think Fergus actually ordered, like, a, like more of the venison than he did of the beef stew. Okay. It's, it's just, like, a b- bigger... I just want to say it's a bigger bowl. Have you ever been to a pho place? No. Okay, so pho, there's always the, like, regular size bowl, and it's a pretty, it's a good size, like, normal soup bowl, and you get a normal amount of food that a, a person can consume, and that looks very reasonable. And then when you get the large, it's like someone cut a pumpkin in half, and the whole bottom half of the pumpkin is the bowl of pho. That is what happens. You get your regular beef stew comes out, and then the venison one comes out, and it's like a trough. <laughs> it's huge. And then you have Fergus like takes that set, sets it down on the the floor for Rascal to eat from. Okay. Um. And 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 yeah, Fergus just sits down next to the miners, and he just kind of like t- takes takes a you know a big uh, spoonful of beef stew and just kind of like sighs and goes, "Long day." And he 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 just kind of like <laughs> eyes the the miners around him. There's a a person across from you. Roll me a 1d12. Four. There is a, another half-orc sitting across the table from you. Uh, they have long hair. It looks like it's like pulled back in um, like very tight plates, braids. They look up as you, as you say that and kind of sigh and look over uh, at Rascal and kind of smile and says, You one of those adventures? Uh. Look the part? Uh, I I suppose uh some people call me that. I'm just a guy. I've I've done, I've done about every kind of work at some t- time or another. But uh, you could say that I'm on an adventure. I I I suppose I treat every day like that. And and he just kind of uh, smiles and and looks at the person. And be like, uh, what line of work are you in? I'm a miner. I suppose if you're not from around here, that might not be obvious. I've done a few odd things myself as well. I just was curious, what is what is a long day for an adventure? Uh, all kinds of exciting things. Oh, I mean, long days, about uh, three days. Uh, I, think, I think I've uh, uh, had, to, had to stay up once, but uh, I'm, I suppose today's not that long a day, but, you know, some sometimes you, you just... You, you think you're done with the day, and then it just keeps coming. Can't rightly tell if you're being glib with me or if this is something that was said seriously. Uh, I mean, Fergus is being serious. It, you know, it, it's 
one of those things of like you're traveling, you're doing things, and then you're being attacked by goblins, and you're like, mm-hmm. guess guess day's not done. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they didn't seem. Um, well, make me an insight check because uh, I figure you would like you're explaining gauging reaction kind of thing. Insight is five. They didn't sound bothered by it. They sounded like they were genuinely asking, like, or not asking, but like genuinely just stating, like, I can't tell if you were trying to be funny when you're answering or if this was said seriously. Oh, I'm serious as the day is long. And uh, he he, 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 he kind of smiles at that one. Like, like, like he originally didn't, like halfway through the sentence, he was like, oh, that's a fun thing to say. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and he uh, goes, uh, how about yourself? Uh, how how'd the day treat you? It was good working day. Oh, how, uh, I, I will. I'll be honest. I've uh, I've never mined before. Uh, you know, uh, I've I've uh, fished. I've uh, I've been on boats. I've uh, swamped. Uh, I mean, that's what my dad called it. It's it's just it's just doing swamp stuff. Uh, but uh, swamped. Yeah, we just we just swamp. Right. Some some days you just get swamped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, There's uh, like a chuckle <laughs> from the table, and a few other people have taken interest in your conversation. It says, "Well, we uh, working on a new vein. Canary didn't die. Supports you strong. It's a good day for me." Uh, uh you have uh, a lot of canaries die, or is it? You know, you guys you guys been working safe because. Now, now, I, I don't want to. I don't want to cause any uh, trouble. This uh, I've never been to this town before. This last town I was at, some workers I met unionized. And I don't know if that's something you guys would be interested, in, but I do know a guy Here who might go. be able to help you out. If that's if you if you got unsafe working conditions, I know a guy who who helped unionize this past place I was at. They all kind of like. You, there's a chuckle from the whole table. <laughs> she she kind of looks over at the rest of them, says thinks that miners don't know what unions are. <laughs> Not to say we invented them or anything, but being on the process. I think we're going to cut back to the other end for just a moment at, at the at the like table chuckle of everybody kind of like you get the feeling that there's no like standoffishness, like they're interested in having whatever conversation that you're having with them so far and that your presence is like accepted. I'm wondering what Cookie's doing after seeing Fergus split off. I wonder that too. I'm trying to decide what she's doing. <laughs> Do you want a little more time? We can go back to the mining conversation if you'd like. <laughs> no, um, because I'm trying to think. Because originally I was thinking maybe she would go to like a th- either. Because I-, I pictured she was like with the group mm-hmm. while as they were like picking their stuff out or whatever. Yeah. And um, originally she was just gonna like just kind of hang out with Bear, but it seemed like she was like I'm just gonna kind of <laughs> leave. Let her do her own thing because I'm not totally sure what's go what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that didn't even take an insight check. <laughs> yeah, and so and she doesn't really want to get a room because she, I don't know, she's just kind of she doesn't sleep, and so she and she's like, ah, she. I think she would just maybe hang out with. Did Elio come in with us? I don't remember what you yeah. said. Yeah. 
Elio's waiting, like basically kind of like waiting until everyone else is settled. So the two of you have been kind of like floating around the back of the group. Um, they'll peek over and look in the book sometimes as you are. And mm-hmm. they, uh, I think at one point they probably like drifted off and went and got themselves a drink and have mm-hmm. like made their way back over and are just kind of like waiting patiently for everyone to mm-hmm. figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe she would invite Elio and maybe go see what Fergus is doing since he didn't come in. I guess, did I see that he went to the other place? Because is the other place just like really close by? It's like down the street, but you could like, if, if everyone piled in and Fergus either like stepped in and left or Fergus never came in, uh, like you keep an eye on where your group is. You could easily have like poked your head back out and like watched Fergus walk down the street into the inn. And like, you might not know specifically that that's like coal miner's daughter, but there's like mm-hmm. the two cross pickaxes and like, you know where it's at. Sure. You know? I think maybe she would go down and hang out and see where, what he's, what he's doing. Okay. Maybe join in. Cause I could see Cookie maybe wanting to see if she could get any information about like their mission about, you know, the thieves guild and stuff. I don't think she really knows how to really go about that since, you know, it's the thieves guild or the guild. The and guild, so yeah. she wants, um, Elio like around with her to like kind of help with that. But I think she's like, well, maybe we can find out something while we're here. Sort yeah. of. She's kind of thinking of that. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you'll stop and have a conversation with Elio before you enter into the other place? Or do you think that you'll just kind of like figure out what Fergus is up to and then talk with Elio a bit more later or like quietly at the table or just say it in such a way that you're not like, so what is this mission that we're on for your Thieves Guild that you're a part of? You know, like whatever. You can mm-hmm. be clandestine about well, it. I, I guess I could see her kind of going like, you know, it's like since we're here, could is there a way we can maybe find out some information about that or can we like I guess I'm not sure how to go about to try and help with that since we're here or do you think we should just take it easy Mm. rumors are always good information is valuable Mm. okay well maybe we can just go and go to this other place where Fergus is hanging out and just see what he's up to. And maybe if we hear something while we're there, we can note that for our mission. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions, I can try to answer them. I'm sure she does, but Eric can't think of questions at the moment. Totally fair. (laughs) Totally fair. You you two make your way over there. And I feel like the time it it took to kind of like watch everyone else get their like rooms and orders of varying uh, like complexities uh, settled and you head back over, you kind of like enter into the other place as mm-hmm. you see the like chuckle from the table and Fergus having this conversation with a bunch of people who look like if Cookie would be familiar with like a general um, like mining aesthetic would probably pick that out at the coal miner's daughter. But if not, then people who clearly are like skilled laborers that work in the world, like physical work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she'd probably be able to pick them out as, even though the place is called the miners' daughter. Well, I guess maybe she would because she knows this is a mining town, so maybe she would be able to figure that out. But 
as they walk in, they'd, she'd probably go and, you know, f- get something to eat or whatever. And if there's room at the table, she'd yeah. probably just go and sit right next to Fergus. Okay. So you see Cookie comes in and she comes after a few moments, comes back with some food and sits down. Hi, Fergus. Can I join you? Sure. Okay. And she would just sit and probably just eat and just let, if you guys were like already talking, just let you go. Yeah, I think I think Fergus is like fully talking to the people that he's like, like he like half hears Cookie even like talk to him. He's just like, yep, and 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 goes back to talking to the miners. Mm-hmm. You one of his adventurer friends? Oh well, I I guess you could say that we have done some, gone to some places together. Yeah, what's a long day for you? Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm an elf, so I don't really sleep. So it could go eternity. A while. <laughs> An elven-looking individual at the far side of the table. Uh, there's a chuckle from that side. Fergus goes, uh, "You know, I was talking to a, a gnome when I came into town. Uh, he says you guys have been uh, putting out a lot more than usual. You guys get get some new workers in here. Putting out." <laughs> Not That's think- happening at the bold yeah. beer. <laughs> um, what an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on how that massage goes, they might be putting out. <laughs> See how strong those hands are, right? <laughs> <laughs> Becker's disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, business has been good. Made some changes. Sometimes it just takes looking at things a new way, apparently. Get more done. How do you how do you look at a mining did did they come out with new mining? I mean it's I I've never mined before, but I I feel like I would have heard if mining got different. The mining hotfix. Yeah. (laughs) You got a hot update on mining? DLC. (laughs) That sounds like a boss kind of question for me. I just I just do the work. Yeah, but I mean, he kind of he kind of like looks at the guy of like, yeah, but workers do the work. And I don't, I don't, I, all the jobs I've been doing, ain't nothing get do- done, no matter what the boss be saying. If if uh, nothing's coming out of those rocks, if you ain't doing it, suppose that's true. I don't feel like I've done much different. I think when I say boss level question. Supports go up faster than they used to. Product gets moved faster than they used to. You got more workers? None that's doing the mining. You just got... Uh, he got... And <laughs> Listen, I hate to break it to you. I go down in the black and do my work, come back out of it. I don't... I don't... I know we've done well. We've all got some bonuses. People have been moving into town. We got a new boss. If that helps you. Tell me about this new boss. Okay, I mean, if I, I, if I, if if this guy is just magically making business work better, I gotta, I gotta meet this guy. I, I gotta learn his secret. One second, as I go and look for the name. Is it Emilio? <laughs> dun dun dun! Every, everyone in town is named Emilio. <laughs> Like, Emilio, who had a bowl of stew and had been sitting at another table, is like, oh, no, I've been found. My ridiculously circuitous plan is one quarter complete. His monocle falls off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Roll me one D one hundred. Just so oh I can get a name. Come up with a play on Jeff Bezos quickly. <laughs> Twenty-seven. You did it. <laughs> no, I think I just forgot to name them. And this will just give me some stuff to go on. Oh my god, this is the Jeff Barros. Jeff Barros. This table has led to so many perfect moments. Oh, uh, I only met him a couple times. Nice fellow. Short, though. Halfling. Uh, oh. Name's Holt. Holton? Mr. Tomal? His, whoa, what's his name? <laughs> Holton. Holton? Holton Tomal. I don't know how halfling names works. Uh, Frigga's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, pulls his head back as he kind of hears that name. I'm like, that's a weird name. Um, and, uh, and, and like having just heard the, the gnome's name, just been like, yep, that's the name. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just that he's a halfling. He's just like, that's, that's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Frigus goes, oh, uh, where's, does he hang, come hang out with you guys here? Where's, where's he at? Not usually. He's put on a couple dinners. Oh. Where he's fed us and done some schmoozing and such. Talks to the union organizers more often than us, I suppose. I suppose the best place to meet this man's at the mine. Uh, where Where is, where you guys be mining lately? The The table laughs and a couple people gesture broadly in the direction of the mountain range that backs up against the town. Oh, you know, here and there. Depends on where we're at that day. There's a couple of different veins that we're we're working on a couple of different entrances. Yeah, but where I don't know how familiar you are with operations. Where, where's where's but... where's the foreman set up shop? Oh, the foreman's out out and about daily operation. Well, the owner is usually found in their house on a hill, so to speak. Oh, really? Huh. Well... It's near the mines. I mean, I don't, I don't. You're you're asking an awful lot of questions that you feel like a personal assistant might know. I can tell you that he's around does often he, enough. Does he have a personal assistant? That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> does Holden have an assistant? Like, kind of like shouts down the table. Everybody, some like quiet talk amongst themselves, and somebody pipes up. Well, he does always have that one person follow him around. Might be, might be an assistant. Ah, oh, dang! I was hoping, I was hoping to w- w- l- learn learn about being his assistant. But maybe, maybe I'll uh, I'll go have a word with him and 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 learn how how you just mine better. Because I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you this. So I come from the kingdom of far away, and I am. Is ho- it far away? It is. Sorry. It is. I mean. <laughs> I, I I hear I hear that the people originally came like they came to the kingdom there, there were no people there and and someone was like hey man this place is really far away from where we came from and they're like great name that's it we nailed it and and that's how that's how it got its name I mean I don't know if that's true that's just what my dad told me this one time he was drunk he was very very drunk when he told me that well it does sound like a practical way to name a place. Uh, but thank you, uh, for telling me this information. Uh, don't forget to vote <laughs> in your union contracts. 
I swear to God, there are some people who are not out there supporting their unions. And I know you folks, you look like union supporters. And I come to some of these towns and they're like, unions? And I'm like, you are not good people. You people here, (laughs) not good. Unions, get on it. Uh, Have a good night. And uh, he he throws like five uh, copper pieces on the table and and is just like food's on me it's five copper right about the price of their meals um i'll say that you you choose the right amount based on what yours was worth and how many of them there there are i was picturing there to be like a good group of like seven or so so probably more like seven or eight copper but i mean that's like a small difference so sure you can grab a handful and toss them on the table and it looks like it's about right and and then and then, but Fergus had been like eating his his stew in between words that he's okay. finished his bowl, mm-hmm. and I assume Rascal's finished his, or at least as 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 fearful as as Rascal can get, based on the amount of food that he was given. Rascal eats it all. It's a lot, a lot of it's liquid, you know. Stew is it is a a nice thick stew. Two or three seeds. He definitely is like. He finishes though and does the like sit down pants a little bit. He doesn't get the mm-hmm. meat sweats, but he's kinda close. <laughs> uh and then and then yeah, Fergus kind of uh head heads out the door. You hear him like dinner's on dinner's on the adventure, gals, and there. There's some cheers and they uh, you know, some general like what is the word? Like ruckus, but not in like a you know, it's like excited talk. Chatter. Yeah, chatter. There we go. Thank you. Like, it's not ruckus. It's not what I want, but it's all I can think of. So there, mm-hmm. there we are. Chatter. Could um, Cookie, like, do a roll or something and see if she maybe could have heard anything, like, side conversation? Not just from, like, Fergus and his people, but, like, the people around them to see if sure. there was anything that piqued their interest or anything? Yeah, absolutely. Perception. 16. Okay. So you could hear some of the other people at the, the table chattering. And um, there are a couple of uh, little little jokes about like, who doesn't, you know, participate in their own union? Come on. And uh, th- there's some general chatter amongst the other tables. A lot of it was um, that was like more notable was other individuals taking interest in this conversation. Adventurers are really easy to, to pick out. Living in an environment like this because there's the people that live there and like are on the same sort of like living condition and level, which isn't to say it's a bad. It's just like they're familiar with what you look like when you're from a region and you work there. And then somebody comes in and they're decked out in like armor and have a big ass sword, you know, and st- shit like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, ah, mm-hmm. I see an adventurer is here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there were like little side conversations about you know, the new the new boss, Holton. The assistant's name is Samwise. Seems like they're both halflings. And um, they didn't say anything that would have answered any of Fergus's questions, but there's additional side information, like um, they've seen them out and about and um, doing things that would be like schmoozy to people who also weren't like mine workers. And it seemed like there's probably another 
there's like a meeting coming up between them and somebody else that isn't somebody who owns the mines, but is like another merchant of some kind that they've been preparing for. So I guess, would it be possible to deduce if that, if they have any link to what we're trying to do? Or is that just like its own small town thing or is it i guess it's i guess we would have to investigate further to see if there was a link yeah it would be pretty hard and the yeah okay yeah just the information you have is like somebody's trying to at least the word on the street is that somebody's trying to frame the guild these like druid pools are being poisoned that's something that's going on in the forest but there were operatives in cities that had um like ended up leaving and stuff. So it's not like everything that's happening is isolated to specifically the forest necessarily. Mm. That's something that you could deduce because people were with withdrawn from cities because of the like bad vibes, <laughs> the, the failed vibe check that <laughs> the guild received um, based on these like a- accusations that are purportedly false. Sure. Okay. Well, um, I think they wouldn't, Cookie probably wouldn't investigate much further and would probably just follow Fergus because she's like, well, I don't really have anything really to do. So and just kind of keep an eye on on him and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and see what he's up to. Okay. Yeah. And Elio is just kind of like trailing around with y'all. Eventually, they'll end up taking a room at... um the bold brazier I almost called it brazier again um <laughs> as well they don't mention any, they don't pick anything out of the book from what you can tell at least just mm-hmm. get a room that'll happen eventually but they'll kind of hang out with whoever is like out and about until everyone settles for the evening or something mm-hmm Hello, and welcome to The Break. I'm Bryce. I'm sure you've heard me before in the parts that weren't The Break, but now you're in The Break, and I'm a new cool Bryce that is wants to tell you about a podcast called Boulder's Gate Baddies that is in this podcast. It's a meta experience, and you should listen to it also. And I DM that one along with Beckers. You've met her from the thing where they tried to sleep with a man. That was... Did not that's not in Fuller's Gate Baddies because they're a different person in that one. And also, there is uh, Miranda and Jazz. You might not have met them before, but they're cool, and they're over there, and they live in the city of Boulder's Gate, and there's adventures, but also they do crime. And if that sounds exciting, you should find the episodes that say Boulder's Gate Baddies and listen to them, and maybe it'll be in its own podcast feed. Maybe not. We'll see. And you can see on the next episode of Boulder Skate Baddies coming at some point. And now back to the show. Is there anything else in specific you were intending on doing with your evening, Fergus? Or are you going to retire? Fergus is headed to the this guy's house. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Are you accompanying them, Cookie? Yeah, she's gonna follow him. <laughs> like at a distance. Does does he know you're there? 
Are you like? I'm probably like a couple steps behind him because I imagine he's like beelining or he's like walking with a purpose. I think when Cookie came out, Fergus was like, uh, "I'm gonna go see what this guy's whole thing is." Uh, so oh, okay. I'm headed. I'm headed to this guy's house. Well, I think she'll be like, "Well, are you? Do you think that's a good idea? We should. We should probably. I know people are resting right now, but we're gonna need to, you know, get going like in the morning and stuff. Should we really be?" Because I don't know if we should well, be meddling in this. Exactly, we gotta. Stuff. We've got to go in the morning. So if I'm gonna find out what the heck this guy's thing is and what evil halfling things he's up to, I need to do it now. Uh, okay. Do you want me to come with you? Uh, I mean, if you want, I I don't know how. Like, I suppose he's got a friend, so I can I can punch the first guy, and then you can like. Kick Can the, we the just avoid punching people and just kind of? So just like tie them up and then and then like dangle them well, from a window. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with these to we're these gonna, people? We're gonna find out what evil halfling things they're up to. Is Fergus racist? Yeah. Yes. yes Fergus hundred percent hates halflings. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That's why I laughed so hard. Genuinely, the role gave you a halfling. <laughs> oh my god! Genuinely did, and I was like. <laughs> shenanigans but yes yes Fergus has a prejudice yeah I hope to work through that at some point during this <laughs> podcast <laughs> or to learn why and then work through it you know like, that would be good too Fergus I, mean, I, I think, think that's a bad idea I think if you're familiar with the movie Shrek you know why it's like you don't know he's doing and he's doing anything evil does as, is Katie trying to figure out what from the movie Shrek would make Fergus hate halflings yeah, I'm not sure. Are you equating Is Lord just Farquaad to a halfling? Yes. Okay. He's human. Okay. He's so human. that's goofy. No, I they, they didn't have halflings in in, but I I I would attribute Lord Farquaad to a halfling. I would consider him a halfling. Yeah. There are literally animated gingerbread in that, so I don't think it's too much of a reach for Lord Farquaad to have been a halfling in the in the musical. They considered Lord Farquaad to be Grumpy the Dwarf's son. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. So about he's a dwarf, that. not a halfling. But but I would I would say that Lord Farquaad's more, like dwarfs are a little bit bulkier. They're he's 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 got more of a halfling build than a dwarf. I would I would that's true. I would consider more of a halfling. And and definitely more of a Frodo vibe to him than a Gimli vibe to him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for Fergus hates Farquad, or Fergus hates halflings because of Farquad. Okay, I think like that's the only halfling he's like really like met or encountered, and he's like, well, that's that's your 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 base halfling is Lord Farquad, so he thinks all of them are evil shitbags. Um and Fergus is headed towards uh the uh new boss's uh house. Okay. So you're just he's just ignoring Cookie. Uh he, she's I mean, like, he, this is a bad idea and you shouldn't do it. Uh it's like you don't know he's evil. He he's he, Fergus is like, uh pretty sure he is, but we'll find out how evil when I get there. Fergus is walking towards the, the deal at this point. Okay. Um, before we do that, then, uh, does anyone have any particular 
questions about how their evenings go? Do you want to see how good your massages are? Your conversation is totally happy to do rolls. Yeah, let's let's roll some. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's have a roll in the. Who would like to go first? Sounds like Morthos is going okay, first. I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> All right. So I want to just give you the overview of what I think Morthos would do or is okay. doing. Yeah. Um. Basically, he's going to continue ordering, you know, courses, drinks, food. But as people come, he's going to try to invite them in and like have them stay. And so he's like going to try and do staff? like a yeah. He's going to have to like throw a party. That's his goal. <laughs> <laughs> and so be surrounded cute. by people. <gasps> I love it. Okay. Is his room adjacent to Belladonna's or not? Because that was not, it was not clear no. if that was okay. It's kind of okay. So, you know how when you're out at a restaurant um, in the before times, I remember doing such things. Um, you're out at a restaurant and it's like you and one other person and you order your food and then the um, the server comes at the end and they're like, one check or two because you know you're like don't know who you know what's the sitch here right um it's kind of like that with the room keys where like you say it as like a i don't know what to assume here and so she she had the two keys for the like unrelated rooms and could have done the like swap to be like just getting conjoined um but didn't because bella said not to (laughs) (laughs) so the party idea is lovely and adorable, and I am totally on board with that. Every time you ask someone if they'd like to stay, they said they can, but it will like their time has to be paid for, basically. Not in like a rude way and like a totally like smooth and like absolutely, you know, um, you know, what are what is the scope of the time I here think and Morthos when you are kind of waves that off just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Sure. Then each person who like comes to bring the fresh drinks, the next course, the whatever that you asked to stay totally can. You you are informed that this will... It, they don't make it sound like those are premium things, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be like egregiously expensive. Um, the, the paid services have costs next to them. The personal services. Yeah, you can totally create a, a whole party in your room by the evening. And... I would say that something that you note pretty early on is that once you are inside of your room, you cannot hear anything that's going anything? on outside okay. of your room. You don't hear any, like, you know, you go to an inn and the people next to you, um, like, snore or whatever, and you can kind of, like, hear it through the walls. Nothing like that. Absolutely nothing. Oh. All right. So, Magical Morthos, soundproofing. Yeah, is throwing a shindig. Like a rager in Morthos's room. A rager, Yeah. <laughs> With with just just the workers of like, please stay. <laughs> yeah, just please. Oh, hang out a little while longer. Come on, you guys know each other. I'm sure you want to like. I just want to have like a normal fucking day with normal fucking people who aren't like turning into yeah. mermaids and being hunted <laughs> by harpies and shit. Like, I love it. I love have it. Have you met Billy? He's the the housekeeper. Yeah, <laughs> we work here. <laughs> yeah. So I think Morthos would like schmooze, but like try to encourage people to be like having a good time but not necessarily super party like a little great gatsby kind of right like he's at his party but he's not like yeah he's like pulled back a little bit okay okay he's Um, like doing that make just make um make me a perception check and an insight check to see how well you gauge like what your 
how how well your goal is coming to fruition. Okay. These are not going to uh, be super high DCs. Oh, nice. Nat 20 on the perception. Eight. Nice. And you can see through the wall. <laughs> oh, three on the inside. <laughs> okay. You see um, everyone, officer. but have no idea what the feeling. This is going well, but <laughs> no engage. You're like, you see, you see a rat in the corner and be like, I wonder if he's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I wouldn't read a three in this situation as you being like, I cannot tell. You know, like what's like how this person is feeling the way I would see this is like you're looking around there's beautiful food everywhere even as the person like bringing the next thing comes in and you invite them in and they you know they agree to stay and you know deals are made whatever um very quickly and smoothly of course um they like set down everything they brought in like an aesthetic way like the whole room looks like a party everything looks delicious smells good people are laughing they're talking periodically like a joke will be told or uh, music might start being played uh, especially from uh, verm uh, you know the inspired musician um everybody seems to be having a super great time they're all talking laughing having fun the thing that occurs to you at some point during the evening is like if i'm paying them to stay are they actually having fun or are they do they look like they're having fun and when you try to like gauge it's impossible oh, no. to tell whether uh, it's like uh, an oh. act or not but you have you observe nothing that to you would indicate that anyone is like obviously faking having good conversation or laughing at a joke or anything like that like you feel satisfied that as far as you can tell Everybody's having a great time. But there's like a little inkling in the back, right? Just this little thought I can't get rid of. I feel, I mean, that's kind of like a more, that's up to you. I think okay. for the way, Not with that for insight. this situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so the way I think that people, I think we've had this insight conversation before probably, right? But I think that there are different the reason why the D- DCs exist is because different situations to be different. If you're in the middle of like a diplomatic negotiation, people are intentionally, you know, you're walking into a situation where somebody could be poker facing you. And so it could definitely like eat at you. But everything from the moment you stepped into this door has been easygoing, smooth, relaxing. And so like if Morthos is like, oh God, I can't read these people really well. Um, it could bother him. I feel like because Morthos isn't proficient in that, that would be up to whether he gets, like, that's so important to him that he focuses on worrying about it. I think for this, the purposes of this, there's no reason for anybody to not be having a good time by hanging mm-hmm. out with people. Like, honestly, if you were working in this environment and your job was to run food up and downstairs all day, even if it was in a cushy place and people seemed nice, and you were for the evening like nabbed out of that and got to sit around and eat food and joke around with people that you work with, like, we like yeah. going to a work party, you know? Like, mm, can't be the worst thing ever. So if it does kind of eat at him, that would be like a personal okay. um, decision. I wouldn't impose that on you because they don't have like there's nothing that you observe that makes you feel like okay. anything could be amiss it just genuinely looks like people enjoying each other's company and interacting with you as much as you like you can tell that these people react to you very 
well in the sense of reading like your body language. Like when you say something to them, they engage with you. And then when you like withdraw at all, they do as well. It's all very graceful. So however aloof you do or do not want to be always works perfectly. And there are no awkward situations around that too. And I think that you could probably surmise even with a low insight that that's probably just due to the nature of the place. Okay. How many people can I get to stay the entire night? You said one of everything. (laughs) 16. Okay. Eventually some people might like start like falling asleep in -hmm. like lounge chairs and stuff like that, but they don't look like upset by that. They literally just like grab a throw blanket put a pillow down, recline in the chaise, talk until they fall asleep or look tired or whatever. Okay. I think Morthos is pretty pleased. Like he's like, okay, this was kind of fun. Maybe I made friends or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everything about the interactions all are um, like, they're satisfactory in, in whatever like goal Morthos had. If you want to like, ask them a question uh, about something, they'll answer it, you know? So, like, okay. he he genuinely is going to... I don't... It's up to you whether or not you feel like you achieved your goal, but his experience is pleasant. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. From start to finish. Anyone else have any specifics they would like? Performance checks? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see Becker's face when I asked that. I do want to know the progression there. I think we all want to know how that went. That case is... That's up. That's up that's to you a... if you want lady, to. Lady is never a kiss and tell. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Just know, like, there's food deliveries constantly coming in throughout the night, and like mm-hmm. every time the door opens, there's just like raucous laughter, and it's just one person. It's just bear laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, is there more than one person? It like. It's just, it's I just, love it. It's just you and, and and then eventually there's no more laughter. <laughs> <Berwin>. <laughs> and also no more food deliveries. And no more so. food deliveries. I mean, you got the have- doors just not being open, so we just don't know what's did, going on. Did we click? Yeah. Are we friends? Are did we have a good night together? Or you know, not? I yeah. Did, did you just not see him maybe, leave? Maybe we just had a friend friendly time. Yeah. Or. More. That's or what not we want more. to know. Yeah, Who knows? It's a, it's a secret. <laughs> You'll have to ask Bear later. You'll have to pay yeah. a premium for that. <laughs> That'll be in the tell-all memoir later on. <laughs> That'll be in the Patreon exclusive. Yeah. I'm on the Patreon for the exclusive adventure of the the, the one shot Bear's of night. Bear's yeah, special Bear's night. Bear's special night. That could be a special <gasps> episode. One-on-one oh episode. God. Oh my god, that would be so fun. <laughs> it would be funny for sure. Just like a 30 minute. Um, <laughs> anything specific for you, Darian? Bella? Uh, no, she really is just like decompressing as much as possible. Okay, yeah. Everyone has a great time. Did you take a bath? Uh, yes. Took a bath, did my own uh, pampering of sorts. Bella doesn't like other people though, so she de- she just had food brought to her door, but just like, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Thank you. I mean, I'm curious about water plus Bella. Yeah, me too. Yeah, when she took the bath. Oh. 
I mean, yeah, I took a bath. <laughs> okay. Did I turn into a mermaid in the bathtub? What, um, like, what specifications would you have made for your bath? I know you wanted like essential oils. Did you want like just like a bubble bath, probably a bubble bath with a little bit of scent? No mermaid tail. Cool. You should get to have baths. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm happy about that. You have for to sure. take bubble baths or else it's mermaid. Specifically, <laughs> you just if you need to go into the ocean, just bring a bath bomb. Good to go. Just bring a bath bomb. There we go. I, uh, the essential oils that you picked, you could pick scents for all of the products that you use. And when you specified what essential oil that you would like, you had the option to include that scent into any pampering products or like hair aroma, you know, like hair oils, things like that, too. So full spa experience onto the halfling's house, apparently. So <laughs> um, they they said something like house on the hill when you were talking to them. And you make your way across town. It's very easy to find the mines because they're in the mountains. So you said towards the mountains. And mining operation is something that is pretty straightforward, you know, easy to notice. You see, like, general work set up. You see what is probably, like, a, a foreman's office. And when they said house on the hill, they literally meant house on the hill because cut into one of the sides of one of the mountains really far away from the main, the mining operation, of course. In an area that seems probably safer and won't collapse at any point, there is literally a house sitting on like a a cut out portion of the mountain that's held up by like a retaining wall. So they have made themselves a literal house on the hill that can be reached by ascending several stairs. Uh, Fergus makes his way as close to the front door as like, I don't know if there's a gate or or yeah. a guard or anything, but. This town has a pretty, like, mild nightlife. Um, there are areas that are louder and quieter. The mines themselves are pretty, you know, there are some, like, security, like, guard-type things. It looks more like private, not like city guard. And, like, more just some people posted to keep an eye and make sure no one just goes and wandering into a mine shaft, right? So you see a couple of people like that. There are some like torches and stuff throughout the operation. As you get closer to the literal house on the hill, there is a gate surrounding it. It's kind of more, it's like, the, I want to, I don't want to say compound, but there is like a high stone wall around that would act like a fence, but would be taller. It's like a privacy fence, like a tall one. Obviously, you can still see the house, but the surrounding area that you wouldn't be able to see from like typical, like bottom of the mountain, groundish level vantage points. It's pretty enclosed. You can tell that there's like a stable uh, because you can see like the roof of it and things like that. Uh, but you can't see like a lot of what's going on around the grounds. And there are people posted around the outside. You would see this from far enough away that you could pr approach however you would like. So do you think that it would be more of like a walking up to the door of the gate or would you be clandestine in your activities? I think as Fergus is making his way through town, he is like removing uh, his like shoulder bracer and kind of like removing some stuff that makes him look more like an adventurer and kind of revealing kind of his his more like royally garb that's that's kind of underneath his which is it's still a little bit dirty from the life but it's kind of you know been somewhat covered by his more like armory stuff and kind of trying to like look a little bit fancier as he as he's like kind of made it like stuffing stuffing his like armor into the his his bag 
And huh. and uh, question for you. Sorry, did you take the noble background? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he has the noble background, which yeah, the like I've never never used it, but yep, I have I have the noble background. Unless you didn't want this, then with the noble background, I would generally allow you to have whatever your noble garb that is with you to be would be the kind that would be enchanted enough to have like cuts mend themselves like the mending spell is kind of like enchanted into it as well as like a precipitation sort of thing where it stays pretty clean it's like stain resistant like those shirts you can get where you like if you spill juice it just wicks off it would be like that if you wanted, but I know that might not be super thematic for Fergus specifically. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that would kind of match his. I I feel totally like fair. Yeah, his his like the clothes was nice once, but it is at the very least very They're dirty. Worn. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is worn. Mm-hmm. I think okay, that that's that, totally fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the the best looking parts are probably the ones that have just been covered by like his his armory stuff. I imagine it to be like the parts that are exposed under the armor are a little more sun faded. So it's like there's like a little bit of that to it or maybe like just like that's where it's more dirty or something. Yeah. Got a farmer tan on your clothes. Yeah. On your clothes. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, uh, once he's he's kind of removed, like down to his like nicest stuff, he he kind of makes his way to the very front door and and knocks on it. Um, and Cookie, are you just going right along with them? Cookie is trailing behind, um, but I don't think she's going to like, she's not going to be like with him. She's just kind of keeping an eye on him from a distance because if things start going very bad and he's going to like try and hurt the halfling, then she will intervene. Okay. But she's going to like kind of let him do his thing to see how far how far it goes i guess okay so as you were to approach fergus then and cookie you can just tell me at any point if it comes up you tell me how far away you've stayed whether or not you have or haven't hidden like that's totally up to you and you have free will to do whatever obviously Mm -hmm. during this process um you start to approach and the um the like patrol that is standing both at what looks to like be like the main gates it's one of those setups where the there's two big like wooden doors and they have both like human or humanoid entrances built into them but also would open and swing open for like a carriage to arrive inside so there's multiple ways for this to open and there are four people that seem to be posted just right at that sort of entrance and then there are a couple of sort of like patrols around the outside and they all seem to be wearing you know it's dark outside do half orcs have um night not night vision <laughs> dark vision dark vision mm-hmm. uh I'm, night vision i would think yes sure just because every i'm pretty sure bear is the only one who doesn't have dark vision uh, <laughs> i think, I think yeah true. it's Almost everyone yes. but humans and like halflings, I think, are the only ones that don't also have dark vision. Yeah. Like weirdly, dark vision. Oh, up maybe to 60 half. Feet. Yeah. Okay. So you can still, in places where it's brighter, you can see color, and in places where it's not, everything is black and white to you. So when you're pretty far away, it's hard to see like what they might be wearing. But as you get closer, when they pass by, like firelights and stuff, you can see that they're all wearing similar garb. So you approach and the four standing 
around that like gate area kind of like stand up a little straighter. Nobody addresses you. They just wait. It seems like they're not like standoffish or pointing anything at you, but just waiting for you to initiate. Are they blocking the deal? Are they trying to say, because like Fergus would just be trying to go up to the front door. Like as, as if there's a gate, he's trying to go through it unless it's blocked is closed. He's like, everything's closed. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make a perception check for me. 12. Does a plus two mean you're proficient or no? No proficiency, which okay. surprises me. I must not have had the option because I feel like I would have taken that. You probably picked survival for tracking instead of perception. No, my uh, I am good at animal handling, history, intimidation, nature, persuasion, and stealth. Hmm. You notice that, so there's the double doors. There, or I should say like a double gate. And inset into each gate is a humanoid-sized door. There is a person posted near each humanoid-sized door and a person posted, well, two people posted where the two gates meet. So they would be blocking your way in a sense, but the doors are also closed. So rather than it just being like a person standing in your way, it's like they're guarding that door. But as you get closer, when once you're about 20 feet away, you do see over the top of this stone wall, like the silhouettes of figures pop up. You would be able to tell enough, even though they're silhouetted and it's dark, that they are um, they have bows and crossbows. None are drawn. No one's like making any like threatening gestures, but they are very ready when you get to that like twenty foot mark. Uh, Fergus, Fergus kind of uh tries to get their attention and be like, "Uh, hello, is the uh owner of the mines around?" Well, he does live here, eh? Yeah is is he here? Inside, yeah. They they kind of like look up at the moon that's out. It's like the middle of the night. They're confused. It's a bit late to be calling on someone. Uh, when when it's time for business, it's time for business. And he kind of like uh, pulls out um, a like heavy sack of gold. Like he he mm. he he pulls out a de- decent uh, amount of money from his bag and is like, uh, I think he'll want to see me. And he kind of uh, smiles. Can they just see a sack? Or can they see? Do you like open it up? He's like he's like moving it in his hands. So you can hear it, hear the gold uh, ruffling around in it. Um, I'm gonna have them make perception checks because I don't know that the average person would be able to tell the difference between copper jingling and gold jingling. The two standing in the middle kind of like look to each other and look back at you. What's in the sack? Money. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. Here, I'm, I'm here to talk to your boss, and he kind of smiles, and he goes, "I'm going to buy the mine." Weren't meaning no offense, sir. Of course, it's just a late hour and unannounced, and there's already a meeting planned. So, um, just doing the job and gathering the data, as they say. Is it gold in the sack? Is the real question, or? 
copper because copper wouldn't be enough. He kind of like look, looks at the guy like he's an idiot, then looks back at the mine and goes, yes, it's gold. And he, he like, I mean, and, and, and I think, I think like he, he, he goes to say like, do you think your mind's not worth that much? But he's like, he's, he's like, thinks like, oh, he's talking to guards. What's the point? He's just like, yes, it's gold. <laughs> and, and like, l- like you said, sun faded a little bit, but he is wearing like noble clothes. At, yeah. So there's, there is a deal of like, at a certain point, especially in the dark, I think it would, it would sell the deal. Like this dude looks like he would be, you know, able to have the money to buy the mine. Just if by the- they perceived things properly and yeah. they rolled really poorly. So they're just, you know, if you go ahead and make an, um, an inside check for me. 12. <laughs> Insightful. It's not that they are um, like questioning you per se. It, it seems like they are um, like hesitant and are like clearing information. Right. So one of them says, can you just show us that it's gold? We can send a message inside. He just opens up the the bag and pours some into his other hand. And actually, actually, what he he even does is he takes like how many guys is there? Four. He takes four on the ground nearby, but then there's above. He takes uh, four gold pieces out from his bag and just kind of chucks them through the fence and be like. See for yourself. They're on the outside, like oh. on your side. Oh, okay. I thought they were it's like... like a st- Sorry, it's a stone wall, and then there's the double doors in the middle, and they're standing like out front in front of the doors. Like they're, like they're talking to you, receiving this information from you on ground level, like 20 feet away. There are more people up uh, on the wall that seem to be like guards patrol, and there are patrols like further around the sides of the wall. This is like a large area. So wouldn't these guards be like really close to me then if they're not on the other side of the fence? I figured I would have yeah, got the- lot really, like right up to the fence. It they I said that at the twenty foot mark, um, like people started kind of like popping over and looking ready, and then you started talking. So my assumption was that you stopped at that point. But if you, I didn't. I I guess I I had figured that I was I was pressing forward until literally they stopped me or. Something. Okay, so then I mean, if you're you're right in front of them, then so how to explain just so that you have the context. They're not questioning you necessarily. And even when you're like, like, do you do you not think that like, why would I try to buy this with copper? You know, it doesn't even really seem to phase them. It's really just like it seems like they have like a process they follow even at best, if that makes sense. So as opposed to a situation where where you would encounter a lot of times where you walk up with a big bag of gold and are like, get me in the door and somebody's like yes sir right away that just doesn't seem to be the response here and that's not because you're doing anything wrong yeah like they it's not that they're not responding well to you it's that they are they that's just not that's not the response you get with that impetus so if you toss some coins on the ground or hand them to them or whatever if if the guys i i thought they were on the other side of the fence uh if they're right in front of me or on my I I hand them each like a a gold piece and be like see it for yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you could like you walk right up to them and they still are just they were waiting for you to talk. So we'll just say that conversation happened like within a personable distance. That's yeah. close. That's totally fine. So you can hand them the gold. Each of them takes it. They do the like bite thing, smell it, look at it, hand it smell back it. to you or try to hand it back to you. Frigus Frigus just kind of like waves them off when he they try and hand it back. Be like, keep it. You work for me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's more of a thing that like I don't need it. Like, who gives a shit? It's a, gotcha. it's a gold piece to him. Like, it, you know, trying to be like, I, my pockets are as, are as full as I want them to be. Yeah. This is so, like, so trivial to me, right? Um, we're not we're not authorized to take tips, sir, but um, we can we can filter it over into the donations for the, the orphanage or the poorhouse, whichever you'd prefer. You, do whatever you want with it. And he Absolutely. and he's just and like at that point he's 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 like starts like tapping his his foot and like looking at his hand that doesn't have a watch on it of of <laughs> just like how how long um, is this gonna take? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll send a message inside. Hey, Steve! Somebody peeks over from the top of the wall. They have a conversation, essentially saying like, send a message inside, see if the Lord is awake. And is uh, you know prepared to receive a guest and business proposition, and one of the like shadowier figures at the top, not shadowy, just just because it's dark, disappears. They're gone for a while, probably about twenty minutes. Part of that is just because it takes a while to make it up the stairs, uh, but they seem to be gone long enough that they're they were gone long enough to have a conversation or two. I'm going to make a couple of rolls really quick. Steve comes back. Says. Spoke to the. The steward. And. uh, He can receive you tomorrow. But is not. Interested in business propositions. At such a late hour. If you would like to. Return on the morrow. Then they. Will be able to have a brief amount of time around their other meetings to discuss it with you uh and and fergus uh just kind of like he looks a little like like fergus is playing up the his noble side which like really like hasn't been seen he he is he is acting like you know very like pompousy like very like Mm -hmm. oh you're fine (sighs) tell your lord I will I will meet him for breakfast and he kind of like uh just just turns around and uh walks away and, okay. and head, heads back to the the uh the inns. Okay. And it is, you know, it is something that does occur to you as you're like presenting with intention this background and looking official, being a moneyed individual, um having noble fine clothing even if worn. Um, you would have expected a little bit different of a reception from the average place. At the very least, some sucking up, some taking your gold, things like that. And if this person is just a merchant who runs a fine like ship, um, they would usually still be interested in ingratiating themselves to nobles. So it's not... It's something that does just kind of like seem odd to you. Yeah, it's just not if, how you expected that to go. 
if if the dude's just interested in money, then you would think that it's like, oh, the money's someone's here to give me money. I like money. Yeah. But but yeah, apparently not that. So then, uh, I th- I think Fergus is a little bit like e- even after he's cleared the distance and and kind of is out of eye shot and stuff and starts like putting his normal gear back on, he's a little bit like ticked off that like that he wasn't able to like just deal with this to d- tonight. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, he he makes his way back to the 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 inn. Uh, I think he. I think he does go to the um, coal miner's uh, daughter and 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 gets a room over there. Okay. Uh, especially because like that seems like the best place he's gonna find out more about the mine. And and by the by the, probably by the time he's made his way up and down, da, 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 you know, people are probably gone home and stuff. But the the people who work there would probably know more than the people about the mine than the people at the brothel. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a fair assumption. <laughs> yeah. But but Fergus just is like head, heads back, plan to just get a room and call it. Okay. Sounds good. Cookie, you're kind of like standing by and join him as he starts to head back into town. I assume. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're Aaron, while you're Aaron, watching, Aaron looks a little ticked off <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> while you're watching this this interaction you have the same kind of like i mean you're a you're a person who is part of a family that runs a business you've done your own work in um like seeing guests and like hosting and things like that and you know how you would treat you know somebody who shows up and appears at least to be a a moneyed individual and be somebody who has some sort of connection to like a house of some kind, like a name, a lord mm. of some, you know, some variety. It kind of just seemed like an odd interaction to you. However else you feel about the motives and execution mm-hmm. or whatever, it is a bit interesting mm-hmm. that they didn't react the way that you would expect. Even even just in being handed a piece of gold, normally even a guard would just be like, "Okay, pocket the gold. Sounds great." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just it was just odd. Mm-hmm. As you're perched wherever you have um, taken up a watchful position, Elio kind of quietly says, "Why does um, why does he seem to dislike halflings so much, or at least this one?" You know, I don't know. I don't know the story behind that. This is really kind of the first time we're seeing him react this way like this. So <laughs> it's kind of news to me, too. I'm just I I'm honestly a bit shocked and annoyed about how he is treating this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he thinks person who bought the mine is poisoning the druid pools i honestly don't know if he's thinking about the druid pools at all (laughs) i just think he kind of heard the story and he's just kind of rolling with it so but that could be something he has mentioned unions a lot maybe that's just (laughs) something he was interested in well 
I'll have to tell you about the union thing. <laughs> my, like, my, my real life union nego- uh, negotiations are starting soon. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you got to participate in your union. Vote on your contract, people. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. It doesn't. I. I didn't. It didn't occur to me that. Um, that you would have one, and I'm glad you do. But that is, I can't imagine being a part of a union and not voting on the contract. But anyway, oh, we got, mm-hmm. we, got we got effed over last contract negotiation. The union leader was fucking corrupt. Um, oh. but because we voted no on the contract, and they said not enough people voted, so we're just gonna pass it. Hmm. That is some bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and and luckily, this is we, a PSA from Dungeons and Gamers unions. Vote on your contracts. It's really important. Yeah, and, and, and pay, <laughs> vote in general. And pay yeah. attention. Vote in general. Yeah, yes. Pay attention to who and vote for your union president because some of them shouldn't be your union president. And luckily, mm-hmm. we have a new union president who got rid of bad rules. But uh, because people who seek power are usually the ones least qualified to wield it. <laughs> so that's a conversation here, another here. day. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I could see Cookie maybe if um, mm-hmm. Elio was cool with it. I know you said that Elio was going to get a room at the the Bold Brazier. Mm-hmm. Like she'd probably be like, "Hey, do you want to have a sleepover? Can I room with you?" And then she could probably like let fill fill him in on um, the the whole union thing about what we did in um, about what they did in Boulder's Gate, not Boulder's yeah. Gate, Waterdeep. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they aren't purchasing any other services just some like food um that sounds totally great to them they listen to the story excitedly are just mm-hmm. interested in generally in general like with what happened mm-hmm. at some point um like probably after the story and you have had like something to eat you neither of you need to sleep um like trances light activity which can be like conversation and stuff like that they mention did you happen to notice the the tracks on the ground that were outside the gate at that place? Not to go back to that, um, but the union story does explain a lot about how some of these interactions have gone, and that's a good thing for me to learn. But it just seemed to me like when they were talking about this person being busy and having meetings that somebody might have just very recently arrived because the ground was pretty soft and there were recent like hmm. wagon like wheels like carriage wheels probably or um, something I don't since I guess Elio noticed things and can I have done an investigation role because I don't know if this will t- work specifically but because halflings are favorite enemies Fergus gets advantage on intelligence checks Oh, it's okay to recall information about them. Probably not to like learn information. So I guess I guess the if he knew happened to have heard something, I could roll. If you would like to make a retroactive check, absolutely. Um, just because you didn't think of it then doesn't mean that like your character wouldn't notice something. I'm totally fine with that. And I would take into consideration that because Fergus is so motivated when it comes to halflings that I'll just like consider that when I'm factoring the DC. Sorry, I didn't mean to just like click the microphone. So you could do an investigation. Uh, I think 
an investigation be? I'm trying to look what at what is it? I'm trying to look at uh because yeah, the two things that I get advantage on survival checks to track my favorite enemy. I already know where he's at. He's at his house. And I was gonna um, say survival though, because if you're investigation to me is a little bit more like hands-on and if you're standing and having this conversation i would feel like for a ranger it would be more like relying on what they know of tracking to like notice any activity in the area around them if that's what you're thinking of i think the thing that would actually work best for this thing is if i have heard the name if i if that name means anything to like I know the guy's name, both him and his assistant's name. Does that mean anything? Have I ever heard it before? And that would be history. Yeah. Can I roll history for it? And 21. And can I roll with advantage since that's recalling information? You know what? Yeah. Go ahead. That's fine. Four, I'm into okay. That. 21 and 14. So 21. Okay. So initially it wasn't something that really came to mind during the long walk. And while you're there and having the conversation, you obviously have more time to like, think about this and something that you recall about the last name that this person had, which I definitely remember um, (laughs) and didn't forget to name them and then have to roll for a name for them. Oh my God. Did I forget to write it down? Who, who are you talking about again? The boss. Holton, there it is. I found it. Holton Thumbnail. Thumbnail. Holton Thumbnail. Yeah, something like the Holton Thumbnail. You recall hearing the family name Tamal during your time. He was in, um, well, I don't know if anyone else knows this. The city that you were in prior to interacting with the, the party. Um, you remember hearing that name in association with um, like a wealthy, established, powerful merchant family. Uh, one of those like started grassroots style. They halflings had business involving um, like food. They, you know, like they owned farms and things and have since like spread out and become like a notable name in terms of power but they're usually in the mainland okay well, this guy's, that's something you think of yeah this guy's over here okay branched out yep okay so elio mentions that to you cookie about the tracks sorry sorry yeah the tracks on the thing mm-hmm. like yeah i i guess that I don't know, wouldn't they, wouldn't, isn't that kind of a common thing if they're a boss man? Wouldn't people be coming in and out all the time anyways? Maybe. I think it depends on the person. Some are very um, reserved and don't mm. allow people into their private areas. But... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Lull>. <laughs> um OMG, lol. But I think, I think it, like, I I could be wrong. We were, you know, we were f- further away, but it just seemed like really recent, like, like the dirt hadn't settled after being pushed to the side. And so mm. instead of, 
you know, normal time passing and it kind of just being a, a track after a while, it still had like the buildup from things being moved. So it just seemed really recent to me. Mm. So maybe they just weren't accepting the meeting because they already have important meetings planned and mm. maybe they have a guest or something. Yeah. That could be. Yeah, we should definitely, once we see everyone in the morning, we should definitely fill them in on what we discovered and we'll we'll see what Fergus is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all going to form a union? Can adventurers form unions? Does it work if it's just I, five of you? I don't know. Like, and then maybe they could go on and like yeah. talk about the different possibilities of what that, that would be like. Forming an adventurer's union, yeah. getting you all health insurance. Yeah. It's like, all right, we'll present them our, our PowerPoint in the morning. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So you have a a, a fun and, or I guess it's fun, uh, a, a pleasant and interesting evening discussing various mm. things like that since you don't mm. have to sleep. Unless there's anything else specific anyone wants to do. Um, Fergus, the rooms in the coal miner's daughter, much cheaper, like a silver, um, a night. That comes with a meal, all that good stuff. You can have the meal as breakfast instead of dinner since you've already purchased dinner. Unless you want anything else special too, um, which they have some like finer drinks and some like fine, like a pie. You could buy a whole pie instead of like a hand pie kind of thing. Uh, um, I, I think Fergus just grabbed like paid for whatever room they had available and then hit the hay. I think, okay. I, I think, yeah, Fergus has had a very long day. Fair. <laughs> so, well, go ahead. I was going to ask, what is a long day? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I think with that, this particular day, um, however long it counts in your reckoning, comes to a close. And we'll start at the next morning. I imagine people probably trickle out at various times, depending upon how restful their evening was or wasn't. Um, or wasn't. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all there is. Yeah. So, um, who do you think would be the first person up and about amongst the lot of you? Who like does anyone intend to get up early? Since I was the first person in to the inn, I will try to be the first person ready to leave. So I don't know if there's like some kind of dining room where I can go and get like a glass of tea, a cup of tea, yeah. and uh, just some light breakfast. But that's what I'll do to wait for my traveling companions. Yeah. Yeah. The the version of like the in tavern atmosphere at this place is like there's like a, a kind of s- specific area that seems more like a lobby. And then adjacent to that is a more open room where there's some nice dining tables, breakfast nooks, things like that. And you can, yeah, pretty much get any normal. You can absolutely get tea and a light breakfast. No problem at all whatsoever. Are they going to like kick us out at any point? Like we only got one night, right? Prepay. Yeah. You you, you did prepay. So uh, initially the goal was one night and typically people leave 
sometime between like breakfast and lunch the next day. If you were to stay longer than lunchtime, it would verge into second day. Okay. So yeah, no, nothing like that. Okay. Okay. Um, you did arrive a little bit late, so you could prop you probably think like especially if you were to like ask, you could maybe push it into afternoon if you wanted. Or what have you. But because the um, like dining area is visible as you descend the stairs, anyone would be able to, whoever, whatever order you emerge in, Bella's down first and she's there eating, sipping on some tea. And you can proceed with your morning and discuss, figure out where you're going next to let me know as you see fit. I think Fergus didn't sleep super well he was he was very like he wanted to get shit done and it did not get done so he's very antsy Mm -hmm. for like morning to come and and to get shit done so he i think he like wakes up basically at first light he ends up i think i think he goes downstairs gets like some light uh food for a rascal to eat um and and uh just kind of like walks around in the early morning just kind of like trying to calm himself he he like feels very antsy and then and then yeah after after a little bit he ends up uh coming over to the uh fold brazier and finds the the group i i don't know if by the time he gets there everyone's kind of assembled or not um but he kind of not if he's there early i don't think he 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 like got up walked around he's it's i would say he probably spent at least an hour or so walking just kind of like looking around i think i think he did for sure probably at walk towards the mine and kind of take a look at it like from a distance and see in the light what it looks like and and get yeah. the ge- get the general vibe of it. And, okay. And then probably walk back to the Paul Brazier after kind of like seeing people because I imagine the workers probably got there first light. I would Yeah. If you get close enough to see people like entering and working, um you wouldn't see anyone that was familiar, but there are people there. Familiar in the sense of like anyone you saw around the night before who claimed to be miners yeah he uh he just kind of like check checks out the the site and just like sees if it looks like a mine like does this the look like someplace people are actually working and yeah and then yeah once once he's just like looks like a mine he ends up uh walking back to the bold brazier and uh i would imagine at the very least uh Belladonna's down by then. Oh, for sure. Does anyone plan on staying in their rooms past like brunch time? I would imagine Cookie and Elio probably head down fairly early too. Maybe just like right behind Bella or something, basically, or yeah. soon after. <laughs> okay, let's say by by brunch time, uh, everyone's out. Like a, a reasonable breakfasty hour, unless anyone intends to to stay in. So I I think Fergus would probably arrive after everyone was already downstairs. All right, then then Fergus kind of like walks up, find finds uh, the people sitting uh, at the table, presumably. He just kind of walks up, like comes to the end of the table, 
Uh, and with a, with a, a little bit of a grin, he goes, uh, Come on, everybody. We're going to breakfast. 